it's Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsoneBay.com. I got the keys ready to come in here with the music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be a <laughs> Lois could never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play a little bit instead. Aquaman's a hero! Let's see what's better than number one looks like. I guarantee you blows the road like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum, assemble. You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show. And you're live. I don't know, wanted to play again. It's your live weekly show about comics. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us, because we'll be taking up a notch. You have half of the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is, in fact, next in line for the cowl. He is our resident cub reporter, Oz. Quick programming note, I didn't hear the theme. Did you not? I did not. And, well, you did sound horrible for the first few seconds, too, but it cleared up. Oh, jeez. But silence. Oh, no. Which is golden. Silence is, in fact, golden. As long as they heard it over the air, we can add that in post. I do, I do prefer a few silver moments myself, though. You know what I mean? Oz is like, no. It's like I choose not to acknowledge that joke. That's okay. It's a little corny, but it works. Say what? It's all gold or nothing. You know, you know who uh, who accepted silver? <laughs> Judas. Exactly. <laughs> S- Satan. Wait, wait, what? No, no, Satan. Satan doesn't use money, or he doesn't take money. But Solomon the, the magnificent was all about gold. What? Solomon? <laughs> what? What? What's happening? Well, not Midas, because he had a problem. But who's it was the guy with the, that built the, the temple? Hey, we're getting off track. We are. We are. As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Um, sometimes, apparently, I ruin intros. It happens. Uh, you guys, you have to tell me uh, what we're sounding like. Uh, oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I see. 
I'm seeing already some some chat uh some chat feedback saying Oz sounds really loud. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you down a little bit, Oz, volume wise, and see if I just put myself down so now they can't hear me. Okay. So why don't why don't you guys tell me uh uh, say something for the people so they can give us some feedback and let us know. Dungeon Buster said it sounded like a stream was possessed for a few seconds. I think that's what I heard. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Um. And I sound okay volume wise. I mean, you know, you have to understand. You have to bear with us. Fantastic Forum is a fairly new show. We haven't really done this that lo that long, so. We're still trying to work out bugs and the kinks, right? Um, Dungeon Buster says I sound super normal now. I don't know what super normal is, but super, like, too normal, Oz. It's like, wait a minute, why? Why does he sound so regular? It's like you got a great credit score. It's all the fiber. You you poop you poop like clockwork. You just had a watch. It's like I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's like you say you say good morning to every person you see and good night to every person you see in the evening. Yeah. Uh, everybody's criticizing me, so I'm just I'm not even gonna say nothing. I'm just gonna sit here and watch Dodger game. Oh no. Did you did you change something on your end? Uh I got close to the mic just out of habit. Oh I'm so used to the old crappy mic. That I just naturally lean over. Got you. Plus, usually Amber's in the house, like trying to sleep or something. So right. I used to be this loud either. Right, but but you're living the bachelor life right now. Yeah, right. Right. Whoa, whoa. It's like you got all the bitter men in the house. Wait, what? I know. <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. Because uh, we want to have a conversation about the critiques of DC movies and how far it goes. Is there a bias? Is there is there a media bias towards DC movies? We want to discuss it. Also, uh, we'll talk to you guys a little bit about the things that we've been reading and watching. Uh, and, of course, we'll bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news. And, of course, whatever else it is that you guys want to talk about. And we'll do that. Or tell you how it is you can get down Fantastic Forum uh, in, in just a moment. But uh, first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you guys, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Um, we'd also like to thank. Our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Uh, Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you have to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. They will send comics directly to your door. Uh, you let them know what you want. Make sure it's a $5, I mean, make sure it's a $10 minimum purchase, and they will ship it anywhere in the continental U.S. for the low, low, flat fee of $5. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. You can get uh, trade paperbacks, you can get graphic novels. In fact, Metro Fantastic Forum, they buy three, they're going to toss in a fourth one for free. So that's basically like saying if you had Moses and Joe and, and Oz and you mentioned Fantastic Forum and then I showed up too. It's like, what? 
You weren't even expecting me. Who knew I was going to be there? But I came. So, you know, it's like that, but in a good way. Right. Uh, Jeffrey's Comics, they're open now. You can call them. Do it. Uh, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, we got a different, a few different ways to do it. First and foremost, we have the Skype line. Uh, Oz is on it. You can hear him, even though it's loud, I guess. Or maybe it's not as loud as it used to be. I don't know. But you can call in there, and we can figure it out. And, um, yeah, you would be right now, actually, the, the third, third member of Fantastic Forum. It doesn't happen often. Very few people get to be the third member of Fantastic Forum. But that's who you would be if you called in now. Uh, also, we have the All Games chat room, chat.allgames.com, allgames.com slash chat. Uh, or go to allgames.com and hit the, the live slash uh, chat button, and you'll be transported into the All Games chat room where we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, um, such as uh, Tiger Claw. What up, Tiger Claw? Who says, uh, what's up, Fantastic Four? Suicide Squad is right around the corner. I'm going to see it this weekend, despite it being 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. I agree with you, Tiger Claw. Oh, uh, uh, wait. Os Oscar B. Drunk is right behind right behind Tiger Claw. 35%. <laughs> and then, of course, Tiger Claw is holding strict to his guns. 31% now. And, Oscar, you told Tiger Claw that he's 31%. That's messed up. That's messed up. Oz, are you there? I'm here. Are you talking? Or are you just making I was talking? Oh, there look, I can hear you now. Oh. Are you are you far back from your mic? What are you doing? No, I'm just not trying to like deep throat the mic so they don't say I'm too loud. Okay. Yeah, definitely don't deep throat the mic. I would agree with you on that. But Yeah, look. Ninja Turtles was thirty eight percent, so I, you know, Tiger Claw can talk all he wants. One or two? Two. Out of the shadows. Okay. And, and you know, understand that Tiger Claw's not talking best. I mean, I, I think Tiger Claw has already determined that he likes Suicide Squad, that it's a good movie, like before he's seen it, because, you know, that's Tiger Claw. Doesn't help the movie's cause. Say what? Doesn't help the movie's cause. Okay. That's fair. Um, Transformers. What about Transformers? Transformers, so there you go. Uh, does Transformers have a low Rotten Tomato score? Matter. What was your score? Uh, my score was negative thirty-eight. Right. So there, there you go. My score was set Tyrese on fire. That was like okay, maybe not Tyrese. It's not his fault, right? Whoever. I, the, gotta be Green Lantern, right? Or something like that. I read that. So. <laughs> Whoever the guy that decided to put in the the uh, scene where it was okay for the guy to have sex with the underage girl, like, whoever, I, that's the person that we should flog in the street. We're not going to kill them. We're just going to lash them until you understand that that's not something you should put in a movie. Unless the whole movie's about that. Like, if that's what the whole movie's about, then fine. But, you know, don't don't do your whole like sex with underage girl thing in the middle of the Transformers movie, even the bad ones. Like, no, thank you. We don't. We don't want to be a part of that. Caller, you are the third member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, 
where you're calling from and what you're talking about. I'm hecked. Um, I'm calling from the other side of the wall. <laughs> and, uh, man, if my mic is on, I cannot hear shit. Can, can you hear me? Hecked? Okay, I gotta turn my mic off to hear you. That's weird. Is yeah. That, is that how that normally works? No. Like, I can hear you right now, but I don't know what's going on. You have like a CB. I guess. Roger. 10-4, <laughs> Good buddy. Right. Over. <laughs> like, there so, it is. I just want to call in to talk about Suicide Squad. Word. What, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Well, well, here's my thing. Uh, the, kid, the kid from next door sent me a picture. And it has a Harley as a doctor. So I assume it's like from before she turns into Harley Quinn. Uh-huh. And I'm like, if he's a doctor, it's got to be somewhat, somewhat okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it would be nice if they did do a nod towards her origin like that. Yeah, like, that would be cool. And that's exactly how the picture looks. She was a doctor talking to Joker who's in a straight jacket. So, I mean, whatever happens after that, it, it can either go up or it, it can either be worse than BBS. So. <laughs> well, I, it's interesting because it's like if you get Harley's origin correct, that's definitely a plus. Yeah. But then you still have like uh, a dead shot that doesn't look like dead shot, and then you still have Joker with all the tattoos, and you still have Killer Croc where they're supposed to be King Shark. Yeah, and I guess something came out about King Shark, like they couldn't use him or something. <laughs> Why wouldn't they be able to use him? I I don't know. It's it's I think it's the same thing like. They took the Suicide Squad out of, what was it, Arrow, because they were going to do the movie. But Flash had King Shark. So... But, look, Flash has Flash, and then the movies have Flash. (laughs) Right, but, you know, they're keeping all that separate to begin with, so... I, I, I don't know. I don't know how they're working all that. It's not good. I know they're working. They're not working it good, but I don't know what the specifics are. Word. Oz, can you you can hear us still, right? If you're talking, Oz, we can't hear you. You have to unmute your mic. Maybe Oz went to the bathroom. I don't know. Heck, let me let me ask you the question. Do you feel as though? The, the critics in general are harder on DC movies than they are on other comic book movies? I, I think after Batman Superman, or even with Batman Superman, they're, they're looking at it, and I don't think the critics are comic book fans to begin with. So they're looking at it and comparing it to Marvel. And they just straight up say, oh, this isn't a Marvel movie. It's a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I mean, I kind of, I think I may understand what you're saying, but, like, okay, like, 
let's say the critics aren't comic book fans, which I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Like, I'm sure the majority of movie critics uh, aren't, don't read comics on a regular basis. So I'll, I'll give you that because I think, I mean, the majority of people don't read comics on a regular basis. So that, that stands to reason, even though I'm sure that there's definitely a professional movie critic somewhere that happens to read comic books too. So there's a small cross-section somewhere. But if we can say, okay, that's not the case, how, like, why is it that even though, I, I mean, I get that, you know, Marvel makes great movies, but Marvel isn't the only person making good comic book movies. Like, even, I mean, DC made some decent ones and some good ones not that long ago. W why is it that they... Well, I got two questions. Why is it that they would look at Marvel and hold that as the standard for what all comic book movies should be like? And then two, is is that wrong if they're comparing a superhero movie to a superhero movie and saying, hey, I enjoyed these over here. I did not enjoy this one over there. Well, well it's like a... You, you know, action movies, a lot of good action movies will be compared to the best action movies from like the 80s. Okay. So, you there, there's a standard. And with Marvel movies, they set a standard. Okay. And, and they're, they're the ones that everything's going to be compared to, whether it's DC or, you know, some indie title that got picked up by a movie company or something, that if people know it's a comic book movie, it'll be compared. Okay. And the, and the reason DC gets compared harder is because it's DC. Yeah, but what like, does that mean? Like, especially like in the context, like going off the the idea that you said, like, okay, most people don't read comics. Why do they get compared harder because they're DC? Like, most okay, people uh, probably don't uh, even know the difference, or if they do, uh, they only know it now because, or they the, know like it's not the best way I can tell you is to give you a wrestling analogy. Oh, okay. Let, uh, I hope I can keep up. Okay. Do, do you know TNA, the wrestling company? Yes. Okay. WWE is the standard. It's... Right. It's, it's the one everybody knows. Right. When TNA came out, everybody compared it to WWE. Right. Even they, they compared themselves to WWE. Right. They aren't... They aren't that good. <laughs> so, so when when they do good, when they screw up anything, they're gonna be compared to WWE because they're they're supposed to be the second in the totem pole. So it's like WWE, TNA, everything else. But the real the reality is, they they shouldn't be in that position. They. Everything TNA does is compared to WWE. Everything any other wrestling company does isn't compared. You know what I'm saying? So if if DC comes out with a movie, regardless of who the property is or whatever, they're going to be compared to Marvel because, you know, in, in my head, my personal opinion, I put DC above Marvel. That's not everybody's way of thinking. Everybody has Marvel higher. In movie-wise, so or are you just talking about in general? 
in general. Gotcha. Well, you know the character's better. Yeah, because I grew up on DC. More iconic, no question. Everything I knew growing up, everything was DC. I knew some Marvel characters, but I wasn't getting their comics as often. Okay. So, so with the movies, people say, okay, DC's the second one. The, the, the two major comic book companies are DC and Marvel. So DC is going to be held to that standard. Can they be as good in the movie stuff as Marvel? When they're not, it's going to be seen as a lot less than what it really is. That's, that's... Oh, shit. Oh, oh. Don't, don't, don't worry. Yeah, that, that's, that's exactly how it is. Huh. Okay. okay. Hold that thought real quick. Hold that thought. Uh, coming into the conversation, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nine vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What up, Moses? What's up? And, uh... I took boat. <laughs> What'd you say? You heard? Cut <laughs> you tugboat. <laughs> and of course, uh, our, our our friggin' silent assassin. He's our riddle inside of Enigma, trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. Jay, uh, who's over over <laughs> there. <laughs> mo mo would pinch it. You, if, I, if I didn't say anything, they would have been like, "Oh, that was Jay." Right. Um. So here's the thing, though, heck. So, well, well, let me go into chat real quick. I, 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 Tyler Claw, of course, has an opinion on this. He says, uh, I think it's because Marvel movies can be looked at um, looked at as popcorn-type movies, while DC movies are trying to be serious type of movies. Marvel movies are trying to be fun, while DC is trying to take itself seriously, which is why the critics are mostly hating on it, because they don't have the fun factor of the Marvel movies. Uh, Dungeon Busters in chat, he said, uh, I, I read it explained as Marvel movies are superhero movies starring superheroes with human flaws that make them relatable, while DC movies seem to lean more towards superheroes with superhero flaws, making it hard to relate to them. Um, big I, I mean, when you say it like that, that's that's DC and Marvel. That's how it's always been, regardless of comics or movies. Excuse me. Well, yes and no. Uh, big man's in chat. He says Arkham Origins was underrated. I don't. Uh, that might be true. I haven't played Arkham Origins. Um, here's the thing, though. Heck, like you basically are saying, Marvel, Marvel, cinematic, Marvel's movies have become the standard. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're the standard bearers. And you when, when the Dark Knight series came out, they were they were good movies. I don't consider them Batman movies, but they're good movies. Why, why wait, but why are they not Batman movies? We thought we all thought of them as Batman movies. You you think of them look, I'll throw it at you like this. They're Batman movies in that the character is Batman. <laughs> I mean, I'll give you the fact that obviously, like, the the Dark Knight trilogy takes some liberties with the character, but... No, no, look, look, like, hear me out. You look at Batman Begins, that's a good movie. Because he's starting. Uh, 
Dark Knight happens, what, later? a year or two later? I, I, I don't know and, what the actual timeline is, I mean, but, but I mean, it's like, but I think we all pretty much, we, uh, we understand the movies take some liberties, but nobody feels like, oh, well, it's, the, the Batman in it is unrecognizable. The only real Batman movie out of the three is the second one. The, yeah. the, the, That's uh, one of the Joker movie, too. The, the Dark the, Knight movie. The Batman, when you look at the character the of Batman in the movies, <laughs> he's very not the comic Batman. But, like, it, it's early in the career. Once you get to Dark Knight Rises, uh, it's a lot more harsh in my eyes. But with, with Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, it's within, like, a two-year span. So his retardedness is more excusable because he's not he's supposed to be a detective and he's a ninja in those movies well but he's both he's he's both and he should be both but he should rely on the intellect more than the brawling well I mean I agree with you but and and like like I said they're good movies but in my head they're not good it's like Man of Steel. It's not a good Superman movie, but I think it's a good movie. Okay, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I would say it's a good movie, but it, it's it's definitely a bad it, Superman it, movie. It's a fun movie, but it's not a it, Superman it movie. Moment, you know? Superman's an asshole. Like I don't feel like I, it's not the kind of movie where I'm like, man, if this was named something else, this would have been fantastic. Like it's just one of those. It, it has issues as a movie and. Okay, you, you put um. Put put the dude. What's the, what's the name of that comic? Ir- irredeemable or something? Yeah. No, it's a terrible irredeemable movie too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like that. It would. It's it's a worse irredeemable movie than the Superman movie, <laughs> which is sad to say. Technically, if Superman Returns and Man of Steel were together. Yeah. It might be the redeemable where he just turns into the killing type, but even this that Superman wasn't killing the way that the the irredeemable the plutonium was killing because the right. plutonium was actually just killing the Justice League members. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. See, but that's the thing too, where it's like I I guess my thought is this: like what I don't what I where I'm trying to get to with your comment, your initial comment, hacked is yeah, and I forgot where I was going to. No, that's where I got you. Where I'm trying to get to is this. DC or Warner Brothers or both, however you want to say it, has been making movies that people have loved throughout the years. It's like they've made the original Superman movies. Say what you want to about those. They're iconic. Even the bad ones people remember fondly, even though that we can all look at them and be like, oh, they were terrible. Yeah, like Superman oh. 4 is one of my favorite movies. It's <laughs> Looking at it now, it's very stupid. <laughs> No one can hear you shake your head, Joe. You if you, to... Especially, like, you gotta put it more closer for that. No, so you can be like, no offense, but I was trying to not interrupt anyone. But I could not suppress my... Not My... What is it? My... Disdain. Your guttural reaction. Right. The wall just got ten feet taller? It's <laughs> so, no, Superman 4 is a terrible movie. I have no good memories of Superman 4. I'm, I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm saying it's one of my favorite movies. No, Lawrence said everyone remembers it fondly, but I, I've never you liked... You never, li- you never liked that movie? No, I never liked it. I mean, because I guess realistically for me, it's like... 
yeah, you could tell that. Like we all know that Superman probably the Superman movies jumped the shark with the third. It's like you know which. Now that one I have fond I have fond memories of. No, and we we again, but I think it's that same thing where it's like Richard Pryor's awesome, right? He's in the third one, right? That's what yeah. he did, right? Yeah. It's like he's hard to deny because you like Richard Pryor and you like Superman. You like if you put them together, that should be great, but it's not great. It actually doesn't fit exactly the way it should. But you take it anyway because it's like it is what it is, right? Like you know, it is what it is. But that's where it, things go wrong. And then when you, by the time you get to the fourth one. It's like okay, it's all it's all falling apart. But it's not like the, the like the first Superman movie was so great or so true to the character that you're like, how did we get here? You know what I'm saying? It's like Superman was. It wasn't true to the character, but it was great. Okay, okay. Well, I guess the point I'm making is, and that's the same thing I say about the Dark Knight trilogy. You have it's not true to the character, but they're good movies. Well, well, and here's the thing: like you have Superman. But I wouldn't say it's not a Superman movie. Okay, you have Superman, you have Batman 89, and then you have a, a whole string of those Batman movies that kind of do the same thing the Superman movies do, where they kind of get progressively worse. And then, but, but at the same time, though, you still have, you know, the first two, you know what I'm saying? You have uh, Batman and Batman Returns, right? Is it Returns? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm just making sure I'm not miss- messing up the titles here. And then... You, you go back... I mean, there's still other movies in between there, but then you can still jump to, like, the recent Dark Knight stuff. You got animated movies. It's like... It, it was it would be really easy for somebody to take the first Iron Man movie, which nobody, you know, really had any idea who Iron Man was as a character in the, in the mass media, and hold that up against the stuff that had come before it, from DC and be like, oh well, it's not like how these are. And so, if that, if you know, Iron Man, of course, is the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If a movie like Iron Man starts to become the standard, you know, being followed by, you know, Iron Man Two, Hulk, and all those types of movies, why is it that? I guess why is it that it didn't go the other way around? I guess it's the question I'm saying. Like, there's no good reason. Okay, like with Iron Man, was it true to the comic? No. I mean, it's, See, and and that's the thing. I think I think it depends. It's a, it's a lesser known character. Well, it, it's not. It's not. It's not dis. It's not dislike the comic. It takes some liberties, but right. I think it I actually think modernizes the origin. And that's not. That's not the same as not being true to the character, because you know it's like. And, and here's the thing where, you know, we're talking about the Marvel Cinematic movie, Iron Man, but it's like nobody thought about, like, say, Spider-Man or Spider-Man 2 as being like, okay, well, all comic book movies have to be like this now. Nobody felt that way. It was Spider-Man 2 or the same thing with, like, Blade. You know, Blade was just a kick-ass movie, but... Nobody- okay, like, the overall thing about all this talk, are we looking for... A reason DC has shitty movies right now, or are we looking at neither compared to Marvel? Well, no, we're no, trying no. to find out if the critics are harder right. on DC, and I think I think everybody's harder on DC because <laughs> well, why DC? Because well, first of all, I'm harder on DC uh-huh. 
because they have the icons. Yeah. They they should be doing shit. They that's the archetype. Right. You know? Okay. Like you didn't see um Hyperion. Right. You know, nobody created Hyperion out of nowhere. Right. Nobody created Sentry out of nowhere. Right. Nobody created, you know, fucking that Nova. Right. They ain't created him out of nowhere. Right. You know? Superman it's, is the watermark. It's like that's that every everything be measured against that. Right. And that's how you feel about like all those heroes basically. Like when you see Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash And then you have a movie from a little ass studio like Iron Man One and it's good. It's a good movie, A. It's a good superhero movie, mm-hmm. B. And then it spawned off a whole cinematic universe. universe. Yeah. And then it's like DC then tries to do the same shit like this without trying to, uh, without planning. <laughs> you know, when Iron Man came out, they had a plan already for uh, maybe up until phase two. I mean, just it's like if this works, let's try and do this. I you know, feel, like I feel, yeah, I feel where you come from. It's, it's not like oh, we know what Phase Two is going to be story wise, yeah. but let's prepare. Right. You know, if Thor, Thor is coming out, yeah. let's see how that works. Maybe we could get sneaking the talking raccoon on this side. You know what I'm saying? Like right. no, they had the ambition of nothing. Else. Right. They right. they had they didn't see they didn't look at this movie and 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 then, and then decide to add stuff to it. They, they said, okay, we're going to do this. If this works, we got this. If this works, we got this. Mm-hmm. And then DC, it's like, oh, everything's going to work because we're Warner Brothers. Right. <laughs> like, right. We have the watermark. Yeah, just put put that music video director on it. <laughs> uh, um, get the guy that writes the mediocre superhero movies. Get him to write it. Right. Yeah? Right. And, you know, like I said, I'm harder on DC for that reason because I like, I like the characters more on the DC side. Do you really? Well, the characters that I, I love uh-huh. are like, you know, Captain Marvel, Batman, That's and true. it's like, I want those stories to be good. Right. You know, and it's like, right. I, you know, I, as far as Marvel goes, like, I'm, in fact, for comics, I'm hard on, I'm hard on them too. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I don't, I, I don't tolerate none of this Civil War 2 bullshit. Civil War 2 is amazing. I'm sure you think so. I, look, it, it just is actually. No, I mean, you should read it. No, I mean, I started, I started reading Amazing Spider-Man: Civil War. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with Civil War. That's not the same. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's all gimmicky. Like, I hear where you're coming from. Like, like the the tie-ins are definitely. Uh, uh, if you're not talking like Iron Man or Captain Marvel, yeah, the, the tie-ins are definitely very like. It's a money grab. Larry, like you know, it's like. But the good part, I guess, of the of that is you don't necessarily need them to read the main book. So, but at the same time, I feel you. Like if you're like you're you're basically interrupting my book to tell right. me this story that is not the story I was reading. At before. least for once, they made it simple. Like mm-hmm. this takes place immediately after Amazing Spider-Man 15. Right. So it's like it's the next thing. Now, right. The fact that it's not written by. Dan Slott, that's a whole other issue. Right. But uh, that, all this to say that I'm hard, I'm hard on DC mm-hmm. than Marvel, but I'm also hard on Marvel. Gotcha. Because I end up reading more DC just to see how they're doing than I do Marvel. Uh, 
uh, Jay, what do you think? Just it crit- critic wise, like just based on I, I understand, you know, it's not you don't spend a lot of time necessarily reading reviews or seeking out what the media thinks or the things that you want to go see because you basically just you decide for yourself. I'm gonna go see it. I'm I'm not, and you form your own opinions. But just right. This, this is why I'm asking you. Like what, I normally read reviews after I've you, seen it. Okay, what's your general impression? Do you feel like DC gets a a, a tougher, uh, 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 or maybe I guess the right way to say it is, are they, are are critics, uh, uh, un, harder on them, in an unwarranted way? Like, do you feel like critics look uh, at DC with a, maybe a finer tooth comb than they do, or give? I believe that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And what leads you to that belief? Um, and I know I, I have heard a little bit with the the Suicide Squad stuff, oh, okay. and you know, one person is saying one someone said one reviewer was saying that DC is trying too hard to be dark and edgy, and I'm assuming they're talking from a movie's perspective, which means they have no idea what the Suicide Squad comic is like. They have no idea what Jason or Red Hood and the Outlaws comic is like. Mm-hmm. Like people, when they, I think critics when they think Superman, they think, you know, the guy, Amazing Comics, lifting the car over his head, right. kind of. But Christopher Reeve, Super Friends, right. and it's like, right. I'm well, a better and hopeful Superman. Yeah, and he's not always that. Sometimes, uh, well, a lot of times he is, but... Oh, yeah, I was like, is he not always that? Like, until recently, he kind of was, right? Um... Like, I'm not saying that about the whole DC Universe, but... Um, um, until the New 52, right, yeah. But, but pretty much until the New 52, even if the DC Universe as a whole takes a darker turn, you can count on Superman to... No, it didn't take a dark turn with the New 52. I think he turned into... No, I'm not. I'm not saying that it did take a dark turn in New Fifty Two. What I'm saying is, you know, like there's ebbs and flows in in publishers. And I'm saying like there was a time when DC might have been telling slightly edgier stories than than they were used to. In Justice League, the cartoon Superman wanted to kill Darkseid, and he was pissed off at Batman for for stopping him. Yeah, but that's... It, hold on, I'm saying. Uh, hold on. Yeah, let me okay. go through this real quick. Okay. In the animated movie, uh, uh, damn it, the Infinite Earth movie, uh-huh. I never met a Luther that I liked. Uh huh. Like, he has edge at times, so I can't. Like, he's not a Boy Scout. And. I disagree. He actually controls his age. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not to say that it, no one's saying Superman doesn't have dark thoughts. Superman himself says he's not a Boy Scout. Yeah, but he's okay. Wrong. That's like Larry saying he's not a Boy Scout. No, but Lawrence literally was a Boy Scout. That Superman admits that he actually never joined the Scouts. <laughs> it's like, but I'm saying he controls his edge, but he does have it. Like. He wanted to kill Darkseid. He. Well, you can't blame anybody for wanting to kill Darkseid, can you? No, it's not blame. I'm just saying, 
you know, you act like he's a saint, like he's Mother Teresa, but they act like Like he, I was like, Mother Teresa probably thought about trying to take Hitler out if she could. Mother Teresa probably thought about. Man, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> I'm All I'm saying is sometimes <laughs> Superman has edge. Sometimes he scares the shit out of people. Like, this has happened. Like, there was a whole period in time where the majority of heroes were scared of Superman. And actually there was a time where Superman came from the sun and would kill people. So, about DC 1 million or uh, well, the, that example was from DC 1 million, but oh. the example before that is not. That was actually the DC universe at one point. Everyone was terrified of, well, not everyone, but the majority of people were kind of terrified of Superman. Gotcha. And I'm talking about, like, yeah, like heroes were stepping lightly around him. Word. So... So it's not hard for me to see Superman, given the animated movies, the comics, the uh, Justice League series. Like, yeah, he's not a saint. He does go, like, I believe that he could be pushed. And honestly, in the comics, he actually does kill Mongol. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, look, he kills Mongol because it's too much trouble to keep going back and forth to War World. Um, <laughs> it's too much trouble. It's like, you know what? This trip is boring. <laughs> yeah, so. So, yeah. When people think of Superman, though, they don't think of that. They think Christopher Reeve mm-hmm. in the bottomless pit that, you know, people forget that you die when you get thrown in the bottomless pit. Okay. So, so they are harder. Right. Because they're remembering, they're comparing it to something they remember. But which is not relevant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And, you know, again, with the Suicide Squad, you know, people thinking, oh, they're trying too hard to be edgy. Well, no. The, and from what Mo was telling me earlier, they dumbed down the Suicide Squad and made them like, very light and happy mm. and so yeah like DC which was also if I remember correctly they did want go back and do reshoots to add humor into it because people were complaining about well first they were complaining how dark man uh, BVS was yeah they did and then the on top of that Deadpool was like almost all action comedy right yeah, and was so successful. Yeah, so yeah, I think uh, critics have a perceived notion of what DC comics are, what like they want the iconic Christopher Reeve Superman. They're not getting it, so they're upset. They want heroes. You give them a villain movie, they're upset. They're trying way too hard, and but really, they're these are where the comics are at. Okay. Uh, going real quick in the chat, I see GZ Doctor for F saying, "Yes, people are waiting to hate on DC. Sacks of shit. Uh, Marvel is all cartoony and goofy. 
So they judge it like a Nintendo game. Yeah, it is full shit. Hey, let him have his say. We're fair and balanced here. They think DC is supposed to have real characters, quote unquote, real characters that can exist in today's society. Uh, video games isn't chatty. Says you sound like a jerk. Then DZ, then then JZ, Doctor Forever continues. I've seen the transition. Someone's paying Marvel reviewers to give DC movies shit scores, and then video games says I don't like you. And then GZ Doctor Forever continues saying, uh, I study reviews. Uh, he says I study reviews like the Torah. It's like, it's like I the, love that. <laughs> I always like, say that. <laughs> it's like the hate. No, the they hate No Man's Sky is getting from Xbox just because it's a, a timed exclusive on the PS4. They're talking shit about it and hoping the guy gets sued. I find it funny now that DC got huge buzz from SDCC and Marvel only had Doctor Strange. Peep, uh, Doctor Strange. People are afraid DC will take over like a Chia pet. And then video game says you are strange. And it says I told you. Uh, I told DC to cut Nolan a check for one billion and let him uh, make all the origin stories for DC in the vein of the Dark. Uh, well, they did. I think <laughs> they did pay him all that money, and then he just left because he didn't like what they were doing. <laughs> I think a lot of the critics don't understand Suicide Squad either because I, I read a couple of reviews just to see what was up, and I more than one person said that the movie had a high body count for, for a hero. Or anti-hero, as they call them. Oh no, well, they're, they're not. not these, are, these are criminals. At the end of the day, the only person that comes close to being good is maybe Harley Quinn, and she's still a murdering psycho. Why is Harley Quinn kind of like? is the goodest one of them. <laughs> yeah, Katana at least has honor. All these are just uh-huh. criminals who are put in a situation where they have to do these missions. And uh, here's the that's the weird thing because he's talking about quoting that review talking about them being too badass I read another review saying they were badass enough oh, so pe- like I only read one review and then that review kind of made sense to me it seemed like that person so people hate it for opposite reasons <laughs> so really the critics don't know what they're complaining about I don't I, I've read reviews where where people think that the the uh, reviews but stories sorry where people think that the reshoots to make it funnier are what made it worse because a lot of that fell flat. But I don't know. Caller, I just hope Rogue One doesn't have that problem. <laughs> Caller, you <laughs> are the sixth member of Fantastic Forum. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and why don't you tell us if you think DC movies are getting a bum rap? Hello. Uh, Hello. My name is. My name is Derek. Uh, I'm calling from uh, Glendale, California. And no, I do not think DC movies are getting a bum bum rap. Okay, so Derek, you're you're the first one to really kind of say DC movies are not getting a a, a bum rap or not being held to a a higher standard or, or people are just wanting to hate on it. Why do you feel that way about the critics and and their thoughts on DC movies because the bottom line is these aren't great movies they aren't very good movies some of them are are fair but to be honest like I'm like they just aren't good movies period 
I the last the, the Batman movies uh, were were good, but I gotta tell you, aside from the second one, the other two kind of left me flat. I was like, okay, they're good movies, but like if you look at all the Batman movies, like eh, you know, they're okay. They aren't great movies. Uh, the Dark Knight is the is the is is the great Batman movie. All the other ones are like, eh. And then then you have Superman. Come on, people. Like, let's not pretend that Superman uh, was good. In either of the Supermans, the the Return of Superman or Man of Steel. Neither one of those particularly good movies. You mean Green Lantern? Lantern. Bad Superman. Green Lantern. <laughs> bad bad movie. Yeah, um, that was a bad movie. Uh, Batman vs Superman. Good movie. I think it's a good movie. Not a great movie though. Wait, wait, uh, Batman v Superman's a good movie? I think Batman vs Superman was good. I, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the Ultimate version even better. Oh. But I'm not. But that being said, I will take almost any uh, Avengers or Captain America movie over it. Like the thing is, DC made a mistake early on when they when they went to Chris Nolan. And Chris Nolan said, "Okay, I'll do it." And then they just didn't—they they should have walked away and let Chris Nolan do it. But when they went to Zack Snyder, everything fell apart, and they won't. And like they just now, I guess—I guess they just now realized their problem, and they brought somebody else in. But Zack Snyder is the reason all these movies are bad. Zack Snyder made a zombie movie. Uh, uh, 300, which was nobody talks about 300 anymore. Notice that, and yeah, and like and uh, and the one with the girls killing people, and and Watchmen. Watchmen was a good movie, but that's that is. Ba- I'm I'm going to give most of the credit to the source material for Watchmen. Uh, like, I mean, yeah, Zack Snyder was, is the wrong guy to head this up, and you can look at it. You can see it in each of these movies. You can kind of see Zack Snyder's. Uh, fingerprints on them, uh, and it's not good, and that's why they. It's not that DC's being judged harsher, or DC's uh, got a better DC, or that they're trying trying to uh, replicate the comic books. They're just not good movies, and if people are expect if if you're gonna put, not, not, at this point we're talking now, I'm just gonna go straight into uh, movie business. If you're gonna spend a hundred, two hundred, two hundred fifty million dollars on a movie, you give the people what they want. Like if people want the Boy Scout Superman, then guess what? That's what you have to give. You can't give them. Uh, say, well, every once in a while, Superman is edgy people, so that's the one we're gonna give you. Deal with it. Or if if, if they're coming out of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Deadpool, all these fun violent movies and then they go to Suicide Squad and that's not, and they're like, well, we wanted something a little lighter, a little funner. You guys give us some dark stuff. You can't, you can't look at all these people and say, well, if you go to the comic book that nobody read, uh, then you will understand that we're, we're doing what the comic book did, so you have to like it. Like, no, people, that's not how movies work. Movies are mass media. Comic books, you can do stuff like that, but for, for if you have a big budget tentpole movie, which is what these are, then 
you have to play to the masses. Whether you, I mean, it may not sound great, it may not sound like the most creative thing in the world, but Marvel figured it out pretty quick. And Why don't like, people use when, that same when, argument when they, about the white Egyptians? What? You make a movie with Egyptians, but it's a mass market. You could put white people in it. Oh, people, the last What's dude just didn't make that, whole, that exact oh, argument. Yeah. He? he was like, I can't helm a movie with friggin' Habib or whatever. He's like, I gotta put somebody that people are gonna recognize in it. And he literally made that argument, and people were like, oh my god. But when when Marvel when, when Marvel did go dark, and there is some dark edgy Marvel stuff, it's not on the big screen. It's on Netflix where there is no there is no uh, no failure on Netflix. Right. Like Netflix is bought before they're done. Right. The, like, the the head guy of Netflix says fuck ratings. I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So they can put Jessica Jones, which is some crazy dark stuff. Some they can put. Daredevil, which is there's some hard stuff to watch at Daredevil, but, but you're not gonna see that on the big screen because Marvel's like, look, if we're gonna be putting real money into this, we want a real return. We're not putting that on the big screen, and but, that's why you won't see uh, a, pun- uh, uh, a, a Punisher Marvel movie in- anymore. Like Warzone was the last, the the most violent thing you're ever gonna see come out of Marvel, and. You're not seeing that anymore. You're never gonna see that again. And even that, they handed off to Lionsgate to do like. Right. Wait, but so so. Was it in the theater? Yeah. Warzone was in. Yeah, Punisher Warzone. It's a great movie if you love Punisher. Yeah, I've seen that one. That one's great. But but wait now, so so Derek, just going like I, I agree with probably about ninety five percent of everything you just said. With with, but your thought is that Marvel isn't gonna make anything that goes darker than what they're putting out right now because they feel like people won't resonate with that cuz i mean that's not what that's not what people that's not what people go to the movies to see people that, don't you know, at, at least not on the scale that marvel's making movies marvel's making big thing. giant movies now here's the thing and and dc is making big giant big dc is making big giant movies but they're making it to a to they're aiming it at a smaller audience uh, the, the, if you go to a Superman movie, like you don't want to see uh, a moody, uh, brooding, a uh, dark, edgy Superman. You want the Christopher Christopher Reeve Superman. Whether that's the one that's been in the comics for the last ten, fifteen years, that's the one when you think Superman. That's what you want to see. But but so, the reason why people feel that way is because that's what Superman's been up until like five years ago. Right? But, but if people are expecting that, you know, they're putting down their money and expecting that. And what they get is booty, killy, killy Superman. And they, they shit on it because they didn't get their money's worth. Well, yeah, but here's the thing, though. It's like DC and Warner Brothers are literally changing the character from what it has been for 70 years. Yeah, nobody wants to. Be, nobody asked them to do that. Who asked them? Who asked them to do that? No, nobody did. And it's a. It's a I mean, idea. I know. No, somebody did. The people that did it are the comic book people, and that's what they needed oh. to do to keep the comic. Oh. And that, uh, I'll tell you exactly uh, who it was. Absolutely not the truth. You know who it was? It was the head of CW Television that got promoted to president of DC Comics. Yeah. She's the one that did it. But but that doesn't even. Why would she do that too? Because the because they're trying the, to make the Smallville Superman wasn't right. But a broody 
dark Superman either. But well, she wasn't in charge of that. She probably didn't like that show. She's like, oh, it's too light. Okay. Yeah, and you notice they went back to the Superman before New 52. Right. Oh, no. Now they have. But right. what I'm saying, though, is, like, it doesn't... To me, it's very strange. Like, even if you make... Like, Batman is a dark character. Almost no matter what p- portion of his history you go to, he's a dark character. There might be p- moments of it that are lighter than others. Around the, 1966. Right, right. The old, that's the only... <laughs> and they can't go back... Like, if they can't do that anymore. Like, well, the well, Batman that, they, that everybody wants to see is 89 Batman. That's the one that everybody wants to but, see. But 89 Batman it, is still relatively dark, too. Exactly. That, right. But you can't go much darker than that. If you go too dark, if you go, uh, like, Dark Knight dark, like uh, Frank Miller dark, people start saying, whoa, this is a little well, too broody. I mean, a little bit, a little bit. See, more I, I think if you did Superman right and do Batman like that, and, and it would work. That's so. the point I'm, I was about to make, where it's like, no one had a problem with the Nolan Batman movies until 3. So it's like if you have a dark Batman, but then make a light Superman, that would actually contrast and make you know it makes Batman not necessarily seem or have to be as dark as he would always necessarily be if you put him next to that Superman, and then it allows that Superman to have a little bit of the edge that you don't necessarily would necessarily get from him if he was by himself. Well, notice nobody's complaining about Batman though. Like even Ben Affleck Batman, nobody's really complaining about Batman over the years. Batman's the one thing that DC hasn't messed up. Everybody right. else though, DC just isn't 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 firing on all well, cylinders. I mean, movies wise, which you know is all Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers has never had much faith in any of the characters to make a movie other than Batman. It's like if you look at DC's history. People have always complained for, well, not always, for a long time complained about Superman and how wholesome the character is. Yeah, and they've, they've teased, like, Dark Superman. Like, when he died and came back. They teased it, but it wasn't completely. Yeah, but nobody liked him either. Yeah, I mean, the electric uh, Superman? Uh, they, they made Superman bad for 15 oh. minutes in, in Superman 3. And then they quickly, before the end of the movie... We had good Superman back. Right. Like, that's what the people, like, in the, in the comics, you have, like, in the comics, you have to do that. You have to say, okay, because you're coming out uh, for Superman, I think it was like, what, two times a month? They had, they are, or even more. Right. Well, so, they, you have to do that just to keep it going. You have to say, okay, for, for next year or so, we're going to make it a little bit darker because we have, we, we, we have to have to do something with this guy. But if you have a movie that's coming out once every uh, three or four years, then yeah, that guy needs to be happy on that. That needs to be the the Boy Scout Superman. That's the one that people are gonna go. I, and and uh, it doesn't even need to be that happy. The thing that I think the thing that people get pissed off out about with this Superman is that he doesn't he doesn't go out and make sure that nobody's getting hurt the way the comic one would or the way any any previous movie Superman would. When everything was going down with Zod and Man of Steel. He should have been, like, trying to push him away into, like, some meadow or something. Like, away from the city, away from people getting hurt. Right, right. Instead, they, they fucked it all up, killed people, and then used that for the sequel to piss off Batman. It, it, it didn't seem like Superman was all that uh, uh, remorseful about what he did. And this, like he he, was, he wasn't going around saying 
talking talking to Lois about, oh, I, I wish I could have saved more people, or I really made a big mistake. None, you met, all you saw, the first time you saw him in the new movie was doing the exact same thing, killing a bunch of people, and then going to have sex with his girlfriend. Like, like it's no big deal. He killed one dude, I think. That's one more than Superman would have killed. Well, yeah. that, that one I, I justify, like, only because Zod? no 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 oh. the the dude that had the gun to Lois's head oh gotcha like that's Lois that's his yeah. kryptonite you know but like they but actually good to the character well, you know poetically like they had that actually came came up in Amazing Spider-Man when he was fighting Scorpio you read that right mm-hmm. where he's like your weakness is people so he just kills a bunch of people and gets Spider-Man yeah, out of his tail Spider-Man and Superman. Spider-Man has to make a decision. Spider-Man killing somebody who has Mary Jane or something. No, no. It's it's Spider-Man didn't kill anybody. He didn't let anybody die. Spider-Man, Spider-Man wouldn't kill anybody, and, and neither would Superman, really. Yeah. Like, but that was the only one that kind of justified. Hmm? Kind of. Like, that's the only person in that Zack Snyderverse. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have that relationship with her, even. He does but in... The, in it, you can justify it if you're a bad guy is. getting killed. That's fine. You can justify that to some extent, but there's still innocent people that Superman should at least make the attempt. And even when everybody died at that hearing because of a wheelchair, he he looks kind of remorseful. <laughs> it was just farting. Yeah. It, it, he's either remorseful or he took a big fart. I don't know. It's indigestion. But, and you know you can you can chop that up to the actor whatever get a new get a new actor you know what I'm saying like if you if you can't put that range like make yourself look like you felt even if it wasn't really your fault. I'm looking in the chat. I see Dungeon Buster says uh, sometimes I get the feeling that WB slash DC are kind of rushing to catch up with Marvel. Which, you know, I think a lot of people have felt that way. Um, Big Man says they are, uh, instead of building uh, investment in their stories and characters. I, I do, I, I don't know whether they're trying to catch up with Marvel or not, but I will say that I do feel like they don't take the time to uh, build in their, their stories and characters. Well, how about, how about this, though? This guy also kind of proving that the problem is Zack Snyder. The, the, when you say they're rushing to catch up with Marvel... The CW universe caught up with Marvel as far as intertwined universe with what, in two years, and they yeah, have but, five, four shows intertwined yeah. perfectly. But and so it's show. not like it is not that hard they to do. do everything and all of those shows are you have you have your lighthearted shows, your fun shows, your action adventure shows. Even the darkest show they have, which is Arrow, is still fairly it's still a fun show to watch. Yeah. So it's it's all. Like I said, I think it all comes back to the guy in charge over on the movies because the TVs are doing the same thing yeah. with lesser characters. And successfully. And, and, and more successfully. Right. Uh, Kitsune also said they did mess up with Batman. She's, she mentions bad blood. Uh, that's, that's not fair. It's <laughs> not fair. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't, like, I, I do feel like there are people that like the characters over at DC more than they like the characters over at Marvel, which I can't be mad at because those characters are iconic. 
I mean, I'll raise my hand. That's exactly how I feel. Right. And I feel like the people that feel that way about the characters want those movies to win, and they don't because they're not as good. And I think from there, they kind of... I mean, I'm not saying I want the movies to win. I want the movies to be good. Well, yeah, but, like, it's hard to get past the bias sometimes. And, you know, and trust me, it's like, I understand because Lord knows I have a bias for Marvel characters, and it's like, it... I, I definitely have to constantly check myself to make sure that I'm not looking at something with rose-colored glasses. Um, Even though you are. I, I don't think I am. But That's you, the problem. It's like, you know, you don't think you are, but well, you are. It's, be, it's because I check myself. I Like, double, like you know, do I just want to... Double I, check yourself. Me, it's like, I, like, these Captain America movies, sometimes I'm like, dude... Oh yeah, yeah, no, the movie's are, great. I'm like, are these movies as good as I think they are? No, yeah, yeah. I'm movies, like, dude, look. I love Captain America, and I'm just like, I can't believe that these movies are as awesome as as they seem. And then even even when you watch them, you're like, yeah, it really is yeah, that good. And, yeah. Right? Yeah. and that's what I'm saying. It's like you could, but I I do that, and it's not just with Captain America. I do it more so with Captain America because yeah. I know that Cap- Captain America is my second favorite superhero. Period. Right. But. I do all the Marvel movies, and it just turns out that dude, they just make good movies. Even the bad ones right. are good. And so it's kind of like, you know, it's and, like this is the thing where it's like, and I think heck, like what you said earlier, where you're like, they set themselves up to be the standard, and I think the reason why we have them that way now is because they have a lot of faith in who those characters are. And they're like, let's and they know what they're doing. Let's they're not. They're not trying to make Captain America some brooding asshole. Well, here's the thing: it's not so much that they know what they're doing. They just have. They believe in the characters as they're presented in the comics, and that's what. And they're like, they try to tra- translate that from the page onto the screen, and they get the people that share that vision. And the, when someone doesn't share that vision, they ask them to leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's. I wish Legends of Tomorrow did that. Did what? <laughs> Believe in the characters how they're supposed to be. Well, I mean, I hear you, but at the same time, though, Legends of Tomorrow is a good show. You know, it's a good show. It's I'm talking about Jonah Hex. Oh, I hear you. I hear you coming from. Okay, no, I'm. I'm just saying, like, even, and don't get me wrong. It's like I think there's definitely a part of me that's able to to like Legends of Tomorrow more so because I'm not as invested in some of those characters. But I could totally see Legends of Tomorrow being like the Guardians of the Galaxy of. The, that's the TV realm. Did you see they're going to bring the JSA? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, trust, look. The, like Derek said, the TV side over there at, at DC is doing their thing, man. And I can't wait for this new season with all these shows being on the same network and intertwining, even though their Superman is weak as hell. Like, oh, my oh God, yeah. Like, that guy. I saw a gif of him, like, this breaking this, the shirt open, oh. like it looks terrible. This look, dude, look, that Superman looks like Bert from Sesame Street, but I can promise yeah, you it'll be written well, better. He looks like the guy that sells me the liquor, the the Armenian what? guy at the liquor store. <laughs> yeah, so it would be written better than Man of Steel. Maybe. Right, uh-huh. Super, I mean that shows. Supergirl's writing isn't great. Right, like they need to ch- it switch the network, switch the creative team on it. At least some of them. Just like, one person. I hope they get that whole, like, you know, whatever they're doing at CW, I hope it, it, it definitely spills out onto the Supergirl team because it's like it wasn't working over at, was it NBC or was that CBS? CBS. Oh, okay. It wasn't working over there, and I hope that it changes, which is 
it's unfortunate. But but the it's kind of funny how though when when Flash was uh, when Flash was the guest on Supergirl, all of a sudden that show got a lot better. I mean, it was a better episode, but it was still bad. Like it was like even Flash wasn't like himself, which is messed up because like I thought Flash being on there was gonna like elevate that show to another level. And yeah, in reality, it did. It, it more so brought Flash down than it brought the show up. Even though it did bring the show up too, but I, I was just like, okay, I'm happy that they didn't spend too much time <laughs> yeah. on it in the other. They didn't have to bring her in other show. Yeah, I was like, oh, like, is she gonna come on Flash now and mess that show up? But it didn't happen that way. What if the movies got somebody else running them, uh, like say Ben Affleck, which I think would be a good thing. Nope. I think would that turn around? I was I would say yes. And then Affleck all of a sudden was in charge of everything. I don't think you can do it with this this stable of people no. right now. Like I think what I think they should promote Bruce Tim to head of movie department. That would be amazing. Yeah. But I but I feel like what you have you can't work with right now. Like you can't work with Ben Affleck as Batman and Why not? Ben Affleck's a good Batman. I don't think he's bad. But he's too invested in his own movie. I don't. I don't like. I don't like the concept. Uh, look. Well, here's the thing: uh, a fledgling Superman next to a seasoned Batman and uh, a, a Wonder Woman that's been around for hundreds of years and an Aquaman that maybe is not a hero or, or is it? I don't. I don't know that. Did you those, watch all those Ben Affleck throw that battering? Uh, in the preview? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. He's not good at that. No, the song of the battering was fine, Moses. No, it wasn't. It, that was it, it, that's the only complaint you have about that flick. Even though it wasn't like it's it's sad when you look at like Flash in a movie and you're like, okay, this moment isn't as epic as anything like the least epic moment in the TV show or the least. Look epic when epic when Arrow shot the arrow at the Flash. Right, no, was that way better than that. Or, or you know, it's like you know, like whichever version of Quicksilver you think is the weaker one. Yeah. It's like it was better than that moment in that trailer. And who knows, maybe they're just Well, well obviously the one that died is the weaker one. I you know, I personally like the the Marvel Cinematic He's not Universe dead. one better because he acts more like Quicksilver. What? He's not dead. I do. Cause, he, cause the other one Yeah I think he's dead. But he is his soul and spirit is preserved within Scarlet Witch. She's kind of holding that. She's holding on to that till. Look, you're blowing my mind right now. Hey, why? I hope that's not true. Look, she's holding that that spirit in the pocket universe. That's hilarious. Damn. That With X, the probability power. Uh, Quicksilver is like impulse. He doesn't act like Quicksilver, and so yeah. But anyway, I just I don't I don't feel like with like it's like the the role that. Affleck's Batman is playing in this Justice League movie is so not who Batman should be. And yeah. it just, I agree. It just, it just seems like like based on the foundation that's already been laid, you can't have a DC cinematic universe that would be worthy you, of the you, you can only end the current run with maybe and that was good. I mean, it'll be better. Like, I, I think Justice League will be a more enjoyable movie than Batman. Wonder Woman looks good. What Wonder Woman looks fantastic, but but Wonder Woman feels like it's going to be the Captain America of the DC. It's also good because that's the one that nobody's really banking on. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they let, I, think they let, Snyder, I think Zack Snyder was like, ah, yeah, let's have fun. Yeah, exactly. And go go figure, he's not around, everything came out great. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that, that, that trailer looked great. Notice that one didn't need no rewrites. Reshoots. <laughs> <laughs> it, looked, it looked amazing. So, I don't know, we'll see what happens, but I, uh, I, it, I want it to be good. I really do, because... Those characters deserve better. I hate the Flash's fucking Power Ranger outfit. You don't like the Flash's costume? Nah. Why would he need, like... Why is he like, that? He has never needed that. Armor. I mean... That's some old New 52 bullshit, man. Yeah. They're, they're, it's the uh, Injustice. The Injustice. Am I, am I the only one that thinks the Supergirl, Superman... In the outfit looks like the uh, Fire for Evil Superman. The, the, the outfit, I mean, you know, the, the one outfit that was from the Superman from the Supergirl the TV show. What's that? Yeah, the TV show Superman. I don't, you know, I I didn't I didn't pick up on that. Like to me, he looks like decent cosplay. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what that's the vibe I get from that picture. I was like, you look, and I'm like. Why? Why in the world wouldn't that guy? Why wouldn't they make him shave? It's like it's like the the casting director just like all right go you know like <laughs> it wasn't like get out there put this suit up yeah like the guy doesn't look like he lifted weights in his life. I mean he doesn't have to be all buff, but they should have got Dean Cain. No, Dean Cain was I, I no. totally dislike Dean Cain as Superman. Well, like, you're, you're doing the same thing people said about Wonder Woman, though. They're like, well, Gagado is not. I didn't have enough muscles. I didn't, look, I didn't great. say that there. We saw the same thing for Superman. I didn't say that there. YouTube.com slash Fantastic Forum. I think the only thing that we doubted Gal Gadot on was her acting ability. And it turns out, like, BVS, she was, like, one of the best parts yeah, of it. Like, that I, I, I barely doubted her there. I, I don't think this guy is capable of shaving. I haven't found one picture of him without this. <laughs> It's like they got the guy from Modern Family to be Superman. You know, the, uh, what's his name? I forget his name, but he plays Phil Dunphy. Look up Phil Dunphy. Okay. Uh, I'm I'll looking in the chat. I see Big Man. He says, Affleck may be a good Batman, but the Batman from the movie was terrible. Uh, Tire Claw says, I'm curious to see how they will do the Flash VFX in the Justice League movie. Hopefully they saw the Quicksilver those excellent movies and try something like that um it says flash runs fast but it'd be cool to see from his point of view with everything looking super slow motion we did see it from his point of view um did we the movie i i don't think not not in the movie flash yet yeah, we did. When uh, when that when he when the batteries that's thrown at him he oh, saw it moving like super slow yeah. No, but I think he's talking about like, like a first-person point of view, right? Wait, like hard cat, like like a, uh, like hard case Harry or something, or? Oh, uh, hardcore hard Harry. Hardcore, hardcore, yeah, hardcore Harry. Kitsune's in chat. She says yes. Why does he have armor? Uh, nobody knows, Kitsune. Nobody knows. Because he's <laughs> fast. He's not bulletproof. But he. Like he could literally just vibrate while the bullet hits him and not worry about it. Or or yeah. let the bullet hit him. Right. He don't know that he's a kid. He knows that. <laughs> like he 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 left his chocolate milk in the air to go stop a guy with a gun. In Man of Steel. 
Uh, and Leslie Click Quick was still floating when he got back. So like he knows. <laughs> so uh, moving, moving, or slightly switching topics here. You know, we we've talked about the reviews, and we mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show that Rotten Tomatoes like has had. The Tiger Claw mentioned that Rotten Tomatoes had Suicide Squad at like thirty-one percent or something like that, or thirty-five, or I don't know. But uh, I also saw that that Batman: The Killing Joke was only at like fifty percent as well. They put that in the forums. Um, did anybody get the chance to check out Batman: The Killing Joke? I, I had planned on going to ArcLight to see it because they're showing it at the ArcLight, and I was like, "That's gonna be kind of awesome." Right. And then my car was destroyed, so. Oh yeah, uh, sorry to hear about that, Derek. That's terrible. Okay, Chromebook. Why didn't you walk? What'd you say, us? Why didn't you walk? I don't. He doesn't live that close. He he was too distraught. <laughs> so. Just done like Al Bundy and pushed it out to the theater. Um. I know, Oz, you got to see it, and Jay, you saw it as well. Uh, what, what is, well, Jay, what did you think of Batman, The Killing Joke? I thought it was great. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed it. I mean, there were some things I didn't like, like the absence of nudity, but, uh, aside from, well, there was a couple things. I didn't like the Joker tripping. There was just as much nudity as the comic. Uh, that's a lie. Unless you haven't. Re- no, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. That's a lie. <laughs> no, I've, I have the comic. I've read it several times. Like, you get a butt shot, and that's, that's it. Um, you get four butt shots. <laughs> okay. And in the middle All of the badass. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, the, the comic has nudity. The movie doesn't. Did, did the movie suffer for it? Yes. In my opinion, yeah. And especially with all the fucking hype about the horror, oh, this is gonna be a hard R, and like, no, it, it's not. It's a pretty soft R. I mean, the guy, like, as far as the R rating, there's no nudity. They have one guy who in the comic gets shot like by four bullets. He only gets shot once in the in the in the in the uh, cartoon. I think like one of the edgier things that I am surprised they kept in the cartoon is a guy smoking. But uh, even that is only a regular R. Like that's not smoking isn't a hard R yet. So. Yeah, there were a few things I didn't like. I definitely didn't like the lack of nudity, but, and uh, didn't like the Joker tripping. But aside from that, I liked it a lot. I I haven't seen it, but I'm going to agree because (laughs) of Gordon needing to be naked. Because Gordon needed to be naked? Huh? You said Gordon needed to be naked? Yeah, because the whole point of what Joker was going for is to make Gordon snap. Right. Well, he is naked, but they don't show anything. Like, it's all... Oh, he's still naked, but they don't show it? Right. Okay. I counted. There's three butt shots, and one of them was Gordon. Yeah. 
No, there are four. I will post this goddamn comic in chat. <laughs> like, let me put down the mic and I'll, I have it on my tablet. I'll it's put it on the mic. Which one are you looking at? Me, so, the reprint? I mean, the recode? Or what? Uh, three, uh, wait, what? Are you looking at the recolored or the original? The recolored. Okay. Does it matter? Like, you're not going to change the line art, right? <laughs> it's like, if there's, if there's butt shown, so there's butt shown. Barbara, Barbara has three butt shots. One from the back, one from the right, and one from the left. <laughs> and Gordon has one standing up when they're walking him away. And Gordon... Uh, also, and this is why I really did expect to see Gordon's dick, is because there is a scene with him standing up, but it's that, you know, comic books, triple A shadow, like, comics code shadow, and is a private area, but, so I expected a hard R for that not to be there, and they took away Gordon's butt shot, because he does have one in the comic. Hold on, I'll be right back. I'm gonna... What? I love how you like Gordon's dick, and then in the next sentence, his private area. <laughs> well, I mean, because... Well, it's like the whole jacket. area. Yeah, you don't see the dick. But I'll, I'll be right back. I'm gonna pull this up real quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, I saw up until the point where they fucked... <laughs> and then you shut it off? Yeah, I'm like, this isn't the killing joke. Like, I almost did that, too. No, I mean, I, I know, I know, I knew that was going to happen. I didn't realize I was getting a whole Batgirl movie. Yeah. So they it's like, that's not the killing joke. I'm not watching this. They put Does that happen in the comic? No. No, no. It's killing joke starts, then it's a good movie. Killing joke starts when he goes into Arkham to talk right. about the joke. Yeah, I'm not going to sit around for that. I won't, I won't. Well, Oz, what'd you think of it? Uh... Didn't like the Batgirl stuff. I it seemed like a gimmick to extend the length because even with with that like 20 minute uh, part with Batgirl, it's like an hour and 10 minutes or something like that. So I felt like they were trying to extend it. The the love scene with Batman and Bat Batgirl just does not make sense if you know the characters. If you've read the books, she should be banging Grayson. So I was a little jealous. And then. Um, it just it, it didn't feel like it belonged there, and it felt like they just shoved it shoved it in there to make to give Batman a reason to go after the Joker. Yeah, I I mean, honestly, it's crazy because I know I watched I actually saw this in theaters, and I I didn't like it, and I was a little bit shocked because you know I mean I've read the Killing Joke. Um. You know, I didn't like what they did with the Batgirl stuff, and not because it was Batgirl, but because I feel like, you know, they 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 made her like ineffective. Like they the the characters the characterization of oh yeah, that's penis of Batgirl should be seeing was dick. like an inept version of the character. Which like it's actually right at there. that point. <laughs> at that point, it's like it shouldn't be like that, and so. And so, uh, that was like one thing. And then, of course, when you get to the the sex scene between the two, it's like this is just strange. Like Batman would not do this. It's just like Catwoman number one, New Fifty Two. But in the comic, they allude to Barbara and Batman having a thing. I don't. 
it's, I don't think no, it's true. It's not they true. do that in the animated series. Well, you no, know, it's there's admiration, but there's not. I got it for Christmas. It's in there. It it what the, in the Killing Joke? Yeah. Where? Because the I don't know the story about Killing Joke, but what I've read is that it was supposed to be a one shot. Well, what you do is you actually read the Killing Joke. <laughs> like so, I mean, yeah, they by the way, you and you own it, you like open it. <laughs> By the way, Oz, we have I've shown Lawrence and Mo the killing joke. We've seen three Barbara ass shots, one yeah, Gordon fine. ass shot, and a Gordon dick shot. Like the shadow barely covers his dick. Like <laughs> it doesn't show the head, but you see the shaft. It's just his nightstick. Yeah. Listen. Right. So. Yeah, don't try to do. Why do you fight me on nudity? Like, this is something <laughs> I'm into. Like, like, he's like the Mr. skin of comedy. Yeah, honorary Mr. Skin. He's Mr. Black Skin. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's already a Mr. White Skin. That's hilarious. Wait, so is there a Mr. Foreskin? <laughs> but here's the thing. So the Batgirl stuff doesn't work for me. And then when they do get into the Killing Joke stuff, I was like, you know what? This doesn't translate well into animated form. Like, it's, you know, it's almost like, um, it's almost like the Chronicles of Narnia. I know, like, I love those books. Then when I started watching the movies, I'm like, you know what? This joint is really dry. And it's like, it's, it's not like they did something unfaithful. And I feel this way about the Killing Joke after you get past the majority of the Batgirl stuff. It's like it's not like they necessarily do something unfaithful to the book. It's just that it turns out that it works as a comic but doesn't necessarily work in the animated realm as well. They leave a lot out and by the Voyage of the Dawn Treader they're actively changing shit. Okay, I, I only watched the first two. <laughs> yeah. And after like I, I was like, you know what? Isn't that your favorite one? Was yeah, Voyage of the Dawn Treader is my favorite and they fucked it. But which is why are we? They fucked it. I'm only half glad that they haven't that they stopped. Hey, the comic has a boob shot too. I want to see the silver chair, like I really do. Oh my I've seen them live. I know. It's not. But okay. Here's my question: though. Why is it so? Why is it? A, it seems like you're. Now you guys are doing what you said people were doing before where you're holding DC to a different standard because uh, everybody, like, Captain America Civil War, a good movie. It had nothing to do with the actual Civil War and I was except about it. A, a slight overall tone or overall plot a little bit. But with this movie, you guys are literally going down to the number of butt shots and then compare them to the movie. <laughs> So it's like, how come you can't, you aren't looking at this as a separate entity like you are with the Marvel films? First of all, now, I, first I, did, oh. I did gripe about the Civil War thing That's not being Civil War, even before it came out. That's true. Second off, I really like the killing joke. I feel almost the exact opposite as Lawrence. Right. Like, I, I love the Batgirl part. I think it's a very cool Batgirl story. I like seeing her in action in the DC animated universe, which I mean, we saw her in the animated series, but it's a different tone and a different feel here, and I like seeing her in that. And 
yeah, like, the lack of nudity is only really because of the hype of the hard R. Otherwise, I wouldn't have expected it. And so, and the Joker tripping is just, I, that's, that's a pet peeve. I'll admit that. But otherwise, I really love this movie. And one of the things that they do, they, there's one scene in the movie that is specifically done the opposite of the comic. And I think it's a great scene. Like, it's really interesting. Which, uh, if you're, I see you looking, you're not sure. The uh, scene where a guy finds out that his wife died. In the comic, it's shot from a, it's from his perspective, with the cops telling him. In the movie, it's from the gangster's perspective, where they're wondering why the cops are talking to him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, a really good scene. Yeah. Like I, I like both versions. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm disappointed by the lack of nudity. Although I will say I did not expect Barbara at all because of the feminist SJW thing. But I could have swore they were talking about a hard R, so I thought we were going to see Gordon's dick. And we don't even get an ass shot of him. I, I will say, I, and we we're, we've always been against changing the characterization in the movie to what the character is in the comics. So the whole bad girl Batman banging goes against both those characters in the comics. And I just read it again, and it's not even implied in Killing Joke. That's bullshit. So, <laughs> and I will say this I'm about, fine with that, about like I don't feel like I'm over scrutinizing the movie because I don't care about nudity or anything like that I don't care what I care about and honestly I can't even say that the story wise like the parts of it that are from the killing joke are faithful adaptations what I'm just saying is I don't feel like, like some of the lines are different okay but I, I still feel it's, it's faithful I mean it's not it's not no it's not super faithful yeah, yeah not verbatim but yes yeah, it's, it's faithful my issue is that it doesn't translate from one medium to the next, and that and that's all I'm saying is like I wasn't entertained by it. And the, I, the the other parts, of course, is like I do have a problem with the character characterization of Batman and Barbara when they're together, and Barbara when she's on her own, because I feel like, especially at, like she should be different, but like Char like I I just feel like the reason why I feel like it has to be the medium of it and just something about the story is because like you had like, like the actors the actors deliver they they i mean you have kevin conroy you have freaking although Mike kevin Cameron. conroy's voice was different it was a little different i didn't like yeah. it yeah uh, but but it's like the actors do what they do because they're seasoned but i, I do feel like to the degree, they're a little too professional it wasn't it wasn't there like how it has been in the past at some points and then also too it's like i mean even the ending like you know, it, like, especially, like, with the revelation on the ending of the Killing Joke and whatnot that came a few years back and all kind of stuff, I was thinking how powerful this might be in this format. And realistically, I feel like it really falls flat. I'm just like, it doesn't give you what it gave you in the book. I know, like, reading it in the book, I felt like it was powerful. Watching it on the screen, I was like, so is this it? Like, it's weird. Reading, reading the book, I didn't get the joke. But when I heard it said, uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Mm. Yeah, so... You started laughing maniacally? Hmm? Did you start laughing maniacally? 
No, I was doing like a half Batman like. <laughs> as far as far as Civil War goes, you just can't. It can't be faithful to the source material. It's just not possible. So it's like you don't even. I I never even expected it to to be as faithful as it it was. Like just because you don't have the right characters, you don't have the split, the scale or the scope. I mean. It, and I mean, at the end of the day, it still delivers. I think on what it is. Oh yeah. And, and I mean, it's an amazing movie. Like it's not. It, but it's not Civil War as far as the source material goes. I, I have one thing I did want to ask you is why do you think that it doesn't resonate with you in like the animated form? I have no idea. Like I'm really trying to figure it out. Because it it was done almost like a uh, episode or TV movie of the animated series so it has these beats it has this tone and the tone isn't as dark there's no the killing joke should have some like silent moments where it's like not montage but like tracking shots that are super zoomed in and zoom out and the only thing I can see that has done that and captured those nuances like that has been animes and Mad Men, maybe Sopranos. Yeah, you know. So get the guy that did Mad Men to. I feel like th- doesn't the Hellboy animated joint have one or two of those? Yeah, but I mean. They're not the same tone, but you know. I, like I think those are done by Japanese people too. Those are really good. Yeah, they are good. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was odd, like that our our reactions would be so opposite because I was just feeling it and like parts of the book that I love that I feel like they should be kind of corny like the conversation Batman has with the fake Joker like it sounds off to me and it's it is powerful like reading it but it does still sound off Mm. and so like I expected coming in to watch it that well, it's going to lose, like, them acting it out is going to put the offness, like, on display. Right. But it didn't for me. No, I agree with you. I, I feel like that scene is actually one of the highlights in the movie. Like, him going to go see the Joker in prison. Like, I, I think that that was probably the most interested that I was in the movie. But, like, there was, there was actually a part where, I, like, I remember just sitting there, like, I'm ready for this to be done, which is crazy because I like I don't understand like and it wasn't was like, it, it was during the musical or, number? Huh? Was it during the musical number? <laughs> I don't I don't think so, but maybe because I will admit number? that well, yeah. there's a musical number in the Killing Joke, the comic. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that is one of the one like that scene. I would say yeah, the corniness of that is on full display, even though it should have been a lot worse to me, like. But, like, reading it, I feel like that scene should have been a lot worse. <laughs> but it was only... It, it's over quickly. Granted, I didn't see the killing joke, per se. <laughs> right. Like, once they're done fucking, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. yeah? But I saw the killing joke referenced in the animated series several times. Which was, like, the Mad Hatter's, like... induced hallucination of Batman and his nightmare where that shit happens Mm -hmm. and then 
the I think it was called just one bad day was the Joker's like origin story mm-hmm. in the animated series. So just just watch those two episodes. Yeah. Okay. I have them. But I know that I don't know. It doesn't seem like the reviews for that are that positive. I mean, fifty percent. That's not bad. Is that not bad? Because it could go either way. That means half, if half the people see it, like it, they'll make some money. Well, I mean, it's not that they won't make money. I mean, I'm just, people are going to buy it and just dislike it and keep it, like, just to add to their collection or whatever, but I'm just talking about it. I, I put this one up there with the Superman Doomsday. Uh, I hate it that he killed Mercy. I don't, I, I think I like Superman Doomsday more. Like, I, it's interesting, like, I know, uh, like, I feel, I wonder if people like this or like, will like this or Gods and Monsters less. I know, like, a lot of people weren't feeling gods and monsters, even though... I'm really? Like, yeah, I know. I like that it. seems odd to me, because I love that movie, like... Uh, you know, people just... It's not based on one of the stories that we know, so... Man, that was so good. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I, like... I was a little shocked. I, I went in fully expecting to think it was great, and I didn't. And then, even, like, you know, like, if there's a... Uh like post-credit kind of scene or whatever. Yeah, I heard about that. And oh, that's the one thing I was, I was a little underwhelmed. Yeah, and I was just like, I mean, I knew that was going to happen, but I was just like, I don't, like, it... it I wish she had said it, something. Yeah. Like, if she had put in a call to the birds of prey or something no, to get, like, hype. But, you know, I just was like, I don't care. I don't want to <laughs> see any of this. Um... How does f- she fight crime in an underwater bra? Like, that can't be comfortable, right? What, what are we she works through it because she's tough. Like, when she li- takes off her shirt, she's got a regular ass, like, Victoria's Secret bra. Like, she should be wearing, like, a sports bra, right? Because oh. she's out fighting crime. The suit is tight, so it acts like a sports bra. I don't know. You're talking to dudes about bras. What I'm asking. <laughs> we know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe it is. I'm, like, like, there's also an audience, and there's at least one female in the audience <laughs> in the chat. Sure I like to think she doesn't wear a bra. Wow. Well, like, you got proven wrong already. <laughs> so, yeah. Dude, Warner Brothers animation like, fuck what Oz wants, likes to think. <laughs> I was talking about the listener. Alright, I guess we should do some news. Did you hear about the the guy that... Yeah. Oh. Woo! Comic book news! We should have a, like, uh... Comic book like her, like, news! <laughs> well, not, not like that, but... Like... Did you hear about which guy now? Uh, the, the suicide... Um, squad director. Oh, I did hear that he had some. Uh, like defend going going to the mat for the move. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear what he said? What he said? He said he's a big fan of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing at it because he's, he's, 
<laughs> I guess. What'd you say, Oz? He meant the movie, not the comics. Oh. So the movie, not the characters. That's fair. Basically saying he's fan of his shit. You kind of cut in and out. Sorry. Yeah, so... I mean, I, I give him credit, though, for, like, you know, actually standing by the movie. Like, you know, because it feels like a lot of directors aren't doing that these days, right? As soon as somebody says, oh, it's crap, they either like, oh, it's not the movie. That wasn't my vision or, or you know, they're like, hey, we did the best. I guess we did the best we could do or whatever. It's like, you know, you have very few people that are just like, the movie was awesome. I loved this. They asked him if he, um would return for a sequel and he's like look anything's possible right now I have to see if the movie connects with the fans who knows you never know I made it for the fans and I'm a fan myself but before I put my head back on the chopping block there are some questions to settle how much will I get paid I mean are they gonna I mean do do they need Will Smith to do a sequel? Yes. Yes. Yes? Yes. Do you think, do you think they'll put out uh, our printed two-minute edition without the reshoots? I, I didn't... We can't hear you. He uh, said, do you need a... <laughs> I don't know what happened. You were you were fine, and then all of a sudden... Because he played the music. Why is that? Why would that? That always happens. That messes up the Skype. Oh. But we can hear Hecht and Derek fine. But then I left Dakota. You better stop it, Hex. <laughs> you better stop it. <laughs> I believe it's the frozen. The one review that I read for Suicide Squad did say they didn't. He wasn't good for, as that shot. Oh yeah. Like they they equated his personality to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh jeez, I hope that's not true. But I, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't understand that casting at all, personally. Like, I don't. I mean, they they wanted a big name. That was it. Yeah, but there are plenty of big names that aren't Will Smith. And again, it chips me out because it's like, like, you have a character that's a white guy, and then you don't cast a white guy to play him. It's like the one time where it's like it's supposed to be a white guy. Then now we have friggin' Matt Damon saving all of China. It doesn't make any sense. You can't be mad at that, though. I can. You're not Chinese. Why not? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're not white. We're Chinese. Chinese to be like, oh, this is some bull. Like, it's like it's bull. Well, the Chinese government paid for that movie, so. so yeah, it's not Yeah, it makes it less bad. It really doesn't. It's like, it's unfortunate. It's the worst thing the Chinese government's ever done. <laughs> That the Chinese, the, the the Chinese people have a Eurocentric uh, 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 standard of beauty at at its core as well. That's unfortunate because it's like it's not like uh, white people have the monopoly on attractiveness. So it's like I don't know. It's weird. I hate me so much. What do you say, Oz? I don't know why the Chinese much. Why do I like or why I care about Chinese people so much? Why you hate them? What? Why did I? How am I hating on them? If they want to see white dude save their people, then let them have their white dude save their people. 
It's like the Bible did that. What? Why Jesus? I, yeah, I don't think that was the Bible. I think that was the people dealing with selling the Bible. Yeah. It's the same bullshit as that movie. Yeah. And you get the point, you get the idea that the main reason that Damon is there is because they know that that's the only way they're going to be able to make their money back and sell to uh, American or European audience and say, well, we got to put this white guy in there. So right. like, they know they want to get their money back. So they're like, we have to cater to these people's prejudices. Right. That's why you, we get a brooding Superman, too. I'm telling no, you, why. That's not the same thing. Tell you, look, if this Black Panther movie ends up being the lowest uh, uh, Marvel, the lowest grossing Marvel movie, I'm telling you. I'm not going to let that happen. I'm telling you, it's going to be a problem. Let you know right now. And, you know what sucks is that, because T-Mobile has this app for T-Mobile people okay called t-mobile tuesdays and they'll give you something on tuesday okay like well this week they gave away free suicide squad tickets really yeah so i got one emily got one everybody i know with a t-mobile tuesday app got one so i went to buy my ticket and redeem it so it was i got it it was yesterday that they gave it out I went yesterday in the afternoon because I wanted to make sure I was getting the same, because it's reserved seating, so I wanted the same seat with Emily. All the showings, just one seat available. Really? Yeah. What? And it wasn't because, like, you can only get one seat. It was like there's only one seat. In the theater available. Wow. Because you get to pick your seating. Oh, wow, that's crazy. And that's, you know, so that only going to make, you know, oh, well, my point I was trying to make is I hope they do that with Black Panther. I hope so, too. I mean, <laughs> I wanna, I, like, I, I I mean I'll pay to see it. Yeah. But that's open, like, that's opening box office money for Suicide Squad that in light of these reviews, might it might have not gotten. That's true. They, like, uh, Suicide Squad might have pulled a Jay-Z, huh? And, like, went platinum before it even drops. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, no, we got, like, we sold out everywhere. All all the Thursday shows. <laughs> and I really want to know what... Because there's an actor in that movie and nobody says what character he plays and he can't talk about it. Who's the actor? Do you know? Ike Barinholtz. Okay. He's a comedian and an impressionist and he was on Mad TV. Oh, okay. Funny dude, and he gets to be in Suicide Squad, and then he can't talk about what his character is or does. Turns out he's a real joker. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe. Maybe he's Plastic Man. I thought you were going to say he was, he was in uh, Black Panther. I was like, oh, he, must the, he, must, he must be the hero. <laughs> he's the, the, the mentor to T'Challa. <laughs> Did you say it's plastic man? Yeah. Dude, that's legit. I'll go and pay for a ticket to watch him in the theater. Yeah, I don't know who he's going to be. They'll probably dress him up as a Riddler or something. Uh, I'll sell for Riddler. Riddler has no business in that movie. Like, well, it's a bad idea. Um... Callista yeah. Flockhart's gonna recur in season two of Supergirl. 
I know you can die happy now. Is that I don't, I don't like that character. Yeah, it's it's too Devil Wears Prada-ish. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but... Yeah. Makes sense to me. <laughs> it's, look, we've never seen Devil Wears Prada. Makes sense to me. He's right. Damn, Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> Devil Wears Prada. I agree. Uh, no, go ahead. I was going to ask, uh, did you guys the new... Uh, terrible. Oh my god, Joe. I don't even want to you, but here. <laughs> what what do you got uh, any of you guys on the phone like uh, like that or H, do you have any thoughts on the new tick outfit? The tick Well, oh, sorry. We're going to take that as a no. There's us. Now you you cut a little bit. I don't know if it's me or you. But what, what are we talking about? The tick? Yeah, the 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 new tick uh TV oh, show. What the hell? Yeah, I, I haven't seen anything about it. Why does uh, it look like that? It looks like Dr. Drew is cosplaying as the tick. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> it, it has like a weird kind of... Um, like, can you throw it in the chat room? Wait, say what? Can you throw the picture in the chat room? Yeah, we can do that. It has a weird kind of like carapace kind of thing to it. Like an actual bug exoskeleton thing that is unnecessary. I don't like it. And uh, I think the biggest feature of it that makes it like, uh, like, okay, that like that's somebody that had an idea that maybe went too far. And I get that too. Like I understand why you would do it because it's like it's a tick, it's a you know it's a bug. But yeah, they they should not. I'll give them props though because they do uh, like they did. You do the mask, and I'm glad that that was the case because I've never, I was never a fan of the Warburton's, uh, like the full face out thing. Like, you know, I get, I get why it was done, but like, is it even gonna be a comedy? Yeah, it can't not be a comedy. Right? That costume doesn't look comedic. And that costume's a joke. It is a joke, but it's not comedic. <laughs> I saw Ted 2 over the weekend. Oh, yeah? What'd you think? I liked it. I didn't... It was awesome. But the tick Patrick comes out. And, yeah. and, uh, fucking, what's his name? Worf. Yeah. Was hanging out. <laughs> They're lovers. <laughs> Worf and, and Patrick Warburton are gay lovers in the movie. And he's in a tick costume and he's got this huge cod piece. <laughs> he's walking around slapping people. Yeah, they go to Comic Con. Well, New York Comic Con. Oh, I hate okay. that's my the thing I hate in the movie, they call New York Comic Con just Comic Con. No motherfucker. No, it's there's only one Comic Con. It's San Diego. Maybe LA next year. Does <laughs> does what does do the New York people just call it Comic Con? I don't give a fuck what they call it. <laughs> there's only one Comic Con in San Diego. That were wherever it moves to. Yeah. Is it really going to move to L.A.? Our crazy. sources say that, but it all depends. San Diego's going to pay them to keep them. Like, it's an investment for them. But they got to, I mean, this year, for the stuff outside, is the biggest, like, technically the stuff outside is all part of Comic-Con that doesn't fit inside. Wow. So it's like, the size of the downtown area from Harbor and PCH 
all the way to like the Coronado Bridge, almost. Oh, they might have to conscript the Staples Center. Oh yeah, they're, they're probably gonna do that. Like that would be awesome. Um, that's like their Hall H. <laughs> yeah. That'd be really cool, actually. There's some stuff about Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah. Did Is you think that? I mean, the last thing I saw was that it's officially like Infinity War is just the first movie. Yeah. And and the second Avengers movie that they plan is not going to be like a part two. It's its own Avengers movie. Which I don't look. Like, I don't know how. I don't know how that all works. Like I don't know because to me it would make more sense to be the opposite. Like have a movie that's like maybe a setup movie, so that you can get like I mean you still have some cool stuff. But the thing is, they've been setting up Infinity War since the beginning. Yeah, but you know, it's like, like it, no, Larry. They need to hurry up and get over these Infinity shit. Like, I want it over. It's like Dragon Ball Z all over again. <laughs> I mean, like, you could, you could understand that it might take the length of a movie to get the Guardians of the Galaxy, friggin' Doctor Strange, all the Avengers, Spider-Man, like, all the cast from Black Panther, all the cast from Captain Marvel, like, all these people into one spot. Like you could, like you could see, especially like I don't know that they'll bring the TV people in, but it'd be awesome if they did. And that, like, I could totally see it being a movie's worth of time for them to all be in one spot, and, and like the last shot totally being like the the friggin' gatefold cover money shot, where it's like all the heroes that we've been <laughs> like building up for all these like for a decade, basically in one giant shot and then that's how you end the first movie that makes a lot of sense to me if you do the infinity gauntlet story in the first movie i don't know if i even care what's in the second movie like you know and and when i say that i don't mean like oh i don't want to see it i just mean that it's all like it like it feels what if it's like, war of kings no it's not gonna be war of kings and if it you is, don't know that that's wrong that's wrong it should not be yeah like it's it's anti-climate. World Kings should be Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Right, exactly. Right, And that's the thing. It's like, I know that, but, but they might not. Well, no. <laughs> See, I, don't, I don't think that's true, though. It's Marvel. Like, if anything... Well, no, not even. And that's... The, here's what I'm thinking, though. It's like... Because I was thinking maybe if Guardians 3 is World Kings, then Avengers 4... Annihilation? No. Or not Annihilation. Listen, it would be like the Cancerverse stuff. Nice. Like Revengers. See, no, but that, it's all anticlimactic, though, right? I mean, the I Revengers? From, though, because you're like, you need to have, or not need to, but if you're going to have Thanos in something else, right? the Cancerverse stuff makes sense because it's like, you know, like, yeah. But well, I just like the Cancerverse because it's like the Cthulhu stuff. Right. And it's cool. I would like to see that in a movie, actually, now that you said it. <laughs> like, I did, it didn't even occur to me that that was actually a place where they could pull source material from, but that would be awesome. But, but again, though, it's kind of like, after you fight a dude with the power of a god, everything after that is like, where, where are we going to go from there? Well, you know? I mean, so it happened in the comics, and, uh, well, yeah. and I didn't stop reading those, so <laughs> I don't think 
those were anticlimactic. Yeah, technically, like, you did stop reading those. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Joe, I mean... <laughs> like, not willingly. <laughs> not because of quality. <laughs> because of money. There's a difference between you having a big event and an ending, and then you go back to... Your, whatever your hero that you normally follow right. back to their... That's every five issues of Amazing Spider-Man. Right, their regularly scheduled programming and a sequel to a movie. It's like I every, disagree. Every, nah, every movie is supposed to... Like it's Wait, what? Like, what? Did you say no? I don't do, disagree? No, you you can disagree, but you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> you're wrong. It's like, you know, because it's, it's like, think about like it. Like, I don't agree that I'm wrong, but I, as long as we know that I can disagree. I mean, things get bigger. Yeah, and that's the problem. That's the problem. That's why movies die. It's not why movies no. die. No. Like, look it at uh, Star Wars Beyond, uh, Star Trek Beyond. What about it? Like, all three of those movies, all it is is just one dude mad at Starfleet. <laughs> like, that's it. They're not stacking up. They're not building up into greater shit. I mean, I don't. I liked one and two. I haven't seen Beyond. Yet. Oh, you haven't seen? No, no sorry, I, I, I spoiled it. I, no, I mean, <laughs> I the guy that was mad at Starfleet. So yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> so, it's like know. it's the same shit as as Khan. Yeah, like I believe it. Only he's black. Whoops! You can't tell. Oh, you can. <laughs> look, which that bothered me too. I was like, I was like, no, you look. Oh, okay. It's represented. Uh, okay, if you yeah. say so. I seen it. Okay, no, hey, I'm, I'm taking your word for it. I'm just saying that you don't see it in the in the trailer. I was like, you don't see it in the trailer, but when you watch the movie, that's Idris Elba. Okay, all right, but um, I, I'm just saying that if you have an Avengers movie and it's the Infinity Gauntlet movie, and then the next movie comes out. It's like I feel like that's like the falling action movie. It's like the Mirror Island saga, uh, in, in movie form. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like all you're doing is checking in with the Avengers and like Hawkeye and his family on the farm and like his Black Widow. Like, does she feel like her ledger is paid in full now since she helped save the whole universe? And like Captain America finally found a new girlfriend. No, see, because after the Infinity War, what you start doing is you start killing people off. I don't know. Yeah, I don't maybe like that. That would be even worse to me though. Like, if they use a whole movie to like pass the torch to all the new people, yeah, it'd be like House of M. It's like right. It's like I don't think that that's how that should be done. Like I would say, uh, kill them off in Infinity War. No, you have like, no more MCU. <laughs> that would like that would that would suck. I would not. R.I.P. Like Hawkeye. That. I would not like that either. But hey, who knows? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I, like, I hope, I, well, I, I don't hope, I know they're not going to call them Infinity Gems, but I still can't get over the stones thing. The stones thing is bothers me still. Yeah, they're stones. They're not, they're not stones, they're gems. They're not supposed to be stones. Right. Is a stone. But I'm saying, is it a gem they are. Like a stone? Sure. That's why they but not a stone. stone is not a type of gem. They, they call them gemstones sometimes. But I'm just saying, like, I don't understand right. what the big deal is. Like, I, I Every poodle is a dog, but not every dog is a poodle. We've been calling them Infinity Gems for... Friggin' twenty something years, and all of a sudden they're like, "Well, we can't call them gems." Like, who who was the guy that was like, "We can't call them gems"? It's like, why can't we call them gems? If they're gemstones, what's it? Can't we just call them stones? It's like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't understand what the big deal was. Was somebody who was like, "Gem" sounds too, too feminine or something, or were they like, "It sounds soft"? 
gems. You can't be threatened by gems. Sure you can. You don't see what the big deal is with why they call them stones and not gems. I don't see what the big And you can't call them stones, you have to call them gems. I mean, it because would be it's like, their name. Right. It, it would be like, okay, uh, if they messed around and they were like, okay, well, we're not going to call them Green Lantern Rings anymore. We're going to call them... Bands. Right, Green, Green Lantern Bands. And it's like, what? Why would you call it a band? It's a ring. It's like, that, they've always been a ring. There's no good reason to change it. But, like, you, that, you would have a problem with that, right, Oz? No. I don't see why they would call it a band, though. The only reason to call it a band is... <laughs> that, that's my whole point right there, Oz. Like, it doesn't make any sense, right? There's no good reason to call it a band. It's a, it's a ring, right? But there's plenty of reasons to call a gem a stone and a stone a gem. There's just as many reasons to call the rings a band why, as there are. Why, why is there a good, what, what good reason does it make for you to call it an infinity stone instead of a gem? For the same reason Joe said, it's every gem is a stone, but not every stone is a gem. So that's why they shouldn't call it a stone. Is it the same thing? They're not. They're, they're. They're not necessarily the same thing. No, that's why you should call it a gem, so you know what stone you're talking about. Right? Is not the stone that you put in the pipe and smoke? Yes, yeah, not the pet stone. <laughs> but the the fact of the matter is, it's just like it's the name. Like, it's the power gem. It's it's the mind gem. It's like there. That's There's no called. soul gem though. It's the soul. There, you said there is no soul gem. No, they took it out. Remember? I don't. I don't. I thought there's still six of them, right? Yeah. I know in the cartoon there's no soul gem. Uh, you're talking about in <laughs> the friggin' Superhero Squad. Superhero Squad? No, the horrible cartoon. Oh, okay. Uh, Assemble? Yeah. I don't think they brought that, did they? Yeah, they had the one where he had the names of every stone in that same awful, god awful episode where Tony turned into a kid oh, by yeah. the time stone, but he had the list of all the stones, and none of them said soul. What was the other one? Spirit. I don't remember. Now, if it was spirit, it'd be at least something. But, yeah, there's, there's no soul gem. I don't remember what they were. Sorry. I don't know, Joe. That cartoon is terrible. I mean, like, yeah, I'd rather watch Superhero Squad. Yeah. Well, let's not get into that now. <laughs> um, what else has happened? Obviously, it's a, a bit slower news-wise because Comic-Con stuff, but I feel like there's still stuff that we probably didn't talk about from Comic-Con, right? Uh, probably. Did you, you didn't post that stuff I told you, right? No. Spider-Man Homecoming adds another surprising cast member in the form of a UFC champion. Who? Uh, Brock Lesnar? No. Uh, the, the Tyrone Woodley. Oh, he'd be a good Sandman. Oh, that's... He's gonna play Miles Morales, right? Ty no. Woodley? Yeah. Why is every black person Miles Morales? Tyrone Woodley is a friggin' grown-ass man. He's probably gonna he could be, be Prowler. Why is he got Prowler? <laughs> Prowler's tight. I like Prowler. Especially now. Like, you would like him even better now. Yeah, he's cool. Because he's Spider-Man now. Wait, why is he Spider-Man? Well, you know, when Peter 
needs oh, to be oh, here. Oh, got you. Yeah. I hear you. Like, if Peter is traveling and he can't be Spider-Man, his head of security, it's the problem. Oh, nice. And he puts on the Spider-Man suit. That's cool. Yeah, so it gives an opportunity for Peter Parker and Spider-Man to be in the same place at the same time. Sometimes yeah. All right. Um, like Star. I think he's going to be the wrestler that he fights in the flashback scene with his origin. Bonesaw? Yeah. But, you know, Tyron Woodley's not the funny. Like, I mean, they could update him. He'll probably, he'll probably be an MMA guy, Spider-Man. You know, like yeah, a, uh, right. a sideshow MMA guy. Yeah? Yeah. Like the retard one. <laughs> what? Sorry, the, the special one. <laughs> There's a guy that makes YouTube videos. Not well. Not you. <laughs> you didn't hear the story of a MMA guy that's retarded. No, he's got like Down syndrome and he does MMA. He helps him keep him focused, like learning how to fight. And then he actually competed and stuff. Nothing official, I don't think. That's wild. Helps keep no, him focused and then gets punched in the head. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't actually reacting a hundred percent to that. But you said we retarded in YouTube video. Right. That's that's uh, why I laughed because that. Since I said because uh, there's this retarded. Well, he's not really retarded, but he acts a retarded guy on YouTube that makes tutorials. It's a cool series. It's an Academy Award-winning performance. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but I'm sure there are some people out there that think it's real. Um, da, 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 Tyron da, da. Woodley just won the title like Saturday. Yeah, oh, that's why they added him. <laughs> for, uh, he's the UFC uh, welterweight champ. He beat Robbie Lawler in, in, in amazing fashion. So that means he weighs like 20, like eight, 80 pounds or something? No, 90? No. I mean, the dude's like, I think, I'm pretty sure he's like 170 something pounds. Man, those guys are small. <laughs> They're not small, you're just fat, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming also added another cast member, a comedian, comedian, Martha Kelly. And she's going to be Miles Morales. No, she's going <laughs> to be, um, be Ann Watson. The racist chick? No. Mary Jane's uh, oh, mom. Right, right, I remember her. I mean, that's uh, that's what I'm thinking. Mm. Like, she looks like she would be Mary Jane's mom. Only funnier. <laughs> she looks so serious. <laughs> like, oh, I'm like, I don't know what's about to happen, but I guess we, we'll, we won't have a good time. Dungeon Buster says, Miles Morales is everywhere. That's true. Um, anybody have anything else they want to make sure we talk about before we go? Anything? Um, thanks to fans eager to see the, what Zack Snyder's original three-hour cut of Batman vs. Superman Donna Justice looked like. The film was the number one best-selling home video release last week, according to Nielsen's video scan, First Alert. Wait, what original thing? The original was four hours, man. Where's that cut? Look, 
hopefully someplace that won't ever be released. <laughs> it's like... But it gives you so much more information. Like, Derek H., I know you liked, you liked Batman v Superman. It does... Does the the friggin' extended version really help with plot hole wise and like make characters better? Well, the only character it really makes better is Lex Luthor. Really? They, they they found a way to justify all the crazy stuff he does in that joint. Uh, it just goes a little bit more. He talks a little bit more about um, why he's doing it. Oh, man, he's nothing but a patsy for Darkseid. It's like I, I I need them to have a scene where they like friggin' have a cat scan for Lex Luthor and they're like, Oh, he has a growth on his brain. Like this will has like a tumor that makes him act weird. Like a, after he put that friggin' Jolly Rancher in that dude's mouth, I was like Yeah, that was I don't know what Yeah, that was awkward, out, man. Like that should have been in killing joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like I don't like one, why would he do that? And two why did that man allow it to happen? I don't like, And then why did he lick his finger after? <laughs> That's in the extended cut. If, if you if you meet, ever met Zuckerberg and he tried to pull that on you, like no matter how much money he has, you'd like you stop him like, dude, stop. Right. That's not gonna happen. Like, yeah, you hit him and then sue for sexual harassment. Right. <laughs> right. It's like what are you doing? Um Yeah. That uh, That's a whole other show. I know, right? <laughs> Real quick, one other care, uh, David Ayer, who we talked about extensively today in su- about Suicide Squad, he reveals one of the characters he didn't put in the movie, which was King Shark. Uh huh. Says so one of the characters I was thinking about for the squad lineup was King Shark, but we realized it would take a lot of work, a lot of CGI work. Come on, man. We actually ended Wait. up going with Killer Croc, who turned out to be the right guy for the job. It was on the TV. Right. The first one was like, oh yeah, it's going to be extensive, extensive CGI work, so I understand why they did it the way they did. And then, he was the villain of the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. It was the TV show guys kind of showing the movie guys, look, you guys are stupid. You should have King Shark because you can't make him look good. Uh, yeah. But it shouldn't take the the TV guy should not. It's not that it took them to do it. It's that they saw that the movie wasn't going to do it and they wanted to show them off. But and they, that was a big middle finger to the movie guys. No, I, I understand yeah. what you're saying. What I'm saying is, why don't the people that make a movie understand that they could do it? Like, like if the TV guys are like, oh, we can pull that off. The TV guys didn't know they were going to use King Shark till way after. I don't under, what I don't understand is if the TV guys can form in their head like oh well if these guys aren't going to use that character because they feel like oh they can't or you know it's going to be too expensive let's show them up if the TV guys can do that on their budget why wouldn't the movie guys be like oh we can definitely because they didn't care about the character because what TV guys are more talented and they didn't care about the character. If they wanted the character in there, they would have, they would have put him. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in that in that Killer Croc. Like, it looks like the like the thing. And so I don't know. Ah, uh, it's like if you're gonna do Killer Croc, I want to see like Arkham Killer Croc. 
Like not friggin Street Hustler with with eczema. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like the dude from the drug PSA. <laughs> Which drug PSA? The really old one with the guy, the dealer, and he turns into a snake at the end. Oh yeah, I remember that. Damn. That's like I love the eighties. <laughs> like, yeah, that guy was scary. Archie Comics is getting sued. For what? Um let's see here. Uh da, 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 da. The plaintiff mentioned as narrative arc entertainment organizer Scott Phillip is citing six counts of illegal activities by Archie Comics and Sega, including copyright infringement, violations of Lanham Act, deceptive practices, unjust enrichment, and more. Phillip is apparently citing infringement on Sonic Comics spanning from 1996 to 2012 and claiming republished and original work going up to 2009. There are 953 cited examples of alleged copyright infringement in comics, printed and digital. This includes 441 alleged infringements over 348 re-releases of the main Sonic comic series. Phillips' attorney is Neil Burstein, who is high-profile and has several top-tier IP and entertainment clients. Phillips is demanding a trial by jury as well. Wait, so is this the artist, or what? Uh, he's a guy that created stuff for them on a work-for-hire basis. Oh, okay. And, but it's none of, like, I don't know if you guys know any of these characters. I've never seen them in any Archie stuff. I guess Sonic, but it's, like, Mammoth Mogul, Sergeant Simeon, Lightning Lynx. So he made characters for the comic? I, I guess, yeah. If it's work-for-hire, then it would be the company's, wouldn't it? I mean, like, I don't work, know. Work for hire isn't what it used to be, I guess, right? <laughs> well, I'm... Any more characters? I, I, I'm my, yeah, uh, Black Death, Sir Connery, the Mighty Crusader, Merlin Power, uh, Flying Frog, Enchantress, Matthias Poe, Damocles the Elder, Sword of Acorns, <laughs> Sword of Light, Land of Dark, and Fly Fly Freddy. Is this something where they didn't, he didn't sign... The contractors, I mean, because work for hire, like, like Hank said, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Like, well, you it's, either, it's either it's straight up the company's property, regardless of what amount of work he did into it, or it's like a Superman Batman thing where the creator gets credit and he might have not gotten the credit. Because if you're getting credit, you're getting paid. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, from my experience in jury duty, <laughs> I don't have the evidence in front of me. I need yeah. to see all the evidence before I could really make an unbiased and fair opinion. But, yeah, I mean, I side with you guys on it. I don't know what, like I said, I don't know these characters, so I don't know what degree. Like, could it be something that he just submitted as ideas and they ended up using without, you know, giving him money and then they keep. You know, maybe they, they agreed on some kind of residuals on reprints and stuff. Yeah. Like, he might have gotten paid the first time, but if they're reprinting and shit, and he didn't get paid for those, right. then yeah, he has a case. Sonic comics are big business, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. 
Indeed. Alright. Don't put the music. Don't put the music? No, because then they're going to cut off. Oh. I'll okay. add it in post. I'll add it in post. Alright, cool. Uh. Uh. Hex. Oh. Why don't you give me some final thoughts, buddy? Final thoughts? Uh. Yeah, DC. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Derek H., give us some final thoughts. Looking forward to American Gods. Huh, that's fair. Hey, Derek H., give me a call, buddy. When? He's done with you, people. T- tomorrow. Okay, I'll call you tomorrow. Yay. Oscar, final thoughts. Can't wait for Suicide Squad. You can't wait to see who's put? Can't wait for Suicide Squad. Oh. <laughs> Suicide butt. I'm pretty sure he wanted to see someone's butt. Oz, did you have you read uh, How Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps yet? The first one, yeah. Okay, not not the rebirth, but the number one. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, I'll talk to you about that later. <laughs> was there a butt? There were, there was lots of butts. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have to go look at that. Jay, final thoughts. Um, I hope Warner Brothers re-releases a version of The Killing Joke with Gordon's penis visible. <laughs> Is that how we're ending this? With butt and penis all over? Talking about extended cut. <laughs> what? What? Uh, most Magnum. <laughs> ha- happy birthday, Mr. James Hetfield. For the entire Fantastic Forum. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Hit us up on social media, whether it be Twitter or Facebook or friggin' Instagram or friggin' friggin' email on the forums or friggin' Periscope board or our our Pinterest board or friggin' Pinterest for girls. No, no, no. Fantastic Forum Pinterest. Absolutely. It has, like, we have a yarn version of our symbol. It's, It's fantastic. It's like it's you can get it on Etsy. I'm just playing, you guys. If somebody just now was like, "Really?" I apologize. I understand how that would be like cruel. He's like, "Man, I really wanted it." Now I have to get Joe to make it. Joe, make yarn FF symbols. Um, he crochets with his feet. Thank. <laughs> this is fantastic forum. Until next week, we're out. <laughs>